Welcome to episode 29 of our Learners for Life podcast. I'm here with Sarah Legg and some every guest each week is special. But I know, we've got, to stop, special we've got to stop saying special guests because yeah. everybody's going to sound not as special. Yeah, but they're put up with me interrupting their office a little bit. <laughs> um, I'm here with Amy Openshaw and Chris Roulette. Say hi, guys. Hello. Hello. Okay. Now, we're going to be quick because you we're recording this on Friday and it's a busy day for you guys. It's the big day of the week. Um, I've been joining your Elevate live streams uh, on Friday night and probably making a bit, bit too much mayhem. But um, <laughs> tell us about Elevate, briefly the Elevate ministry, um, and then we'll talk in a second about uh, what it's been like um, transitioning to online live stream. So what's Elevate? Elevate is the youth ministry of St. James, Taramara, um, Bobbinhead and Swarawee Anglican Churches. Mm -hmm. um, so it's years 6 to 12 and we hang out on Friday nights and have fun and um, hear from the Bible, pray, sing together and spend time in small groups with um, people of the same gender and year group. Cool. And yeah, that's what we do. How many people on a typical Friday night, outside of this particular time frame, <laughs> would you guys have on site at any one time? Oh, like a hundred students-ish. Yep. How many leaders do we have? Thirty or so. Thirty. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So it's a big bunch of people. Yeah. Getting party together, every week. party every week. That's <laughs> what, what's some of the thinking behind the way you approach youth ministry? Uh, Friday nights, particularly. Uh, wh why is it on Friday night? What are some of the distinctives? Uh, we obviously don't just. We could bundle everyone in, in one service on a Sunday morning. What are you trying to do on a Friday night with uh, youth ministry um, in the way that you do it? Um, yeah. I feel like high school is a pretty formative time of life and a time of life where students are craving a bit more independence uh, from their parents. And yet we also know that youth ministry doesn't happen independently of parents. And so it's kind of trying to strike that balance of partnering with Christian parents in our community who are discipling their kids, mm -hmm. but also providing a space where they can, where young people can really own their faith for themselves mm -hmm. and explore some of those things that maybe they've been brought up in um, and, and really own their own faith. But equally, young people who haven't been brought up knowing about Jesus, which was my case, I came to yep. Elevate mm -hmm. when I was in year 10, got invited by a bunch of friends, had kind of heard about Jesus at school, but never really accepted him for myself or um, realized that a relationship with him was important. And so it also provides a space for people to explore those big questions. And so we always want you to be a place where people come and the expectation isn't that you're a Christian. Yeah. Um, we want to expect that there are going to be people there who aren't Christians who are exploring a lot of those big questions. And we just feel like a Friday night, a place where people can hang out with their friends, somewhere that they actually want to be, yeah. um, is a really good way to do that because, yeah. Um, yeah, people need to be comfortable. People need to explore these things with their peers as well. Yeah. Mm. Now, when I've dropped our kids up here, it's obviously there's so much stuff going on uh, on, a, on a normal Friday night with a huge banner and a, a hive of activity. That's obviously had to change with um, the, the season that we're in now. Um, How has that gone... You know, elevate underground the, the live stream. How 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 is that? What are the big things you've noticed the change? Other than the obvious, with the, you know, the fact that people <laughs> aren't meeting, not like, that many people on site. That's yeah, right. that's right. Like, how what are the the mindset shifts that you guys have had to go through? Um, I guess in, in youth ministry and what you're doing. 
Yeah, so some of those would be the same as kind of church in general going mm. online. Um, everyone overnight having to figure out how to be, I don't know, experts in multimedia stuff that we yep. just haven't really done before. Um, I think maybe particular considerations for youth is that um, our young people, um, yeah, like at least part of the appeal of coming on a Friday night was social and yeah. meeting people yep. and um yeah, some people kind of came along with friends from school, but for a lot of them, um, it'd be, yeah, friends that they wouldn't ordinarily see. And yeah, that's a big draw card. And so how do you, um, yeah, foster that community when people can't see each other? Mm. Um, and, and that's really important in this demographic too. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. Um, yeah, and then like a lot of these young people or everyone, I guess, is doing school online, yeah. not so much anymore, but definitely at the start and probably spending a stack of time on zoom and a stack of time looking at a yep. screen and um wanting to make what we do uh not feel like school yeah um yeah and so figuring out how to be engaging when you know you're on a screen and there's other distractions and um yep attention spans are short people are sick mm. and tired of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> looking at a screen and learning after a week of doing that for school because we're on a friday night um, yeah. yeah would you add anything to that um i, I think that We've we've got a, a bunch of different ways that we kind of evaluate the health of Elevate, mm-hmm. and I think there have been some opportunities in this time where we've been able to really grow in some of those areas. So one thing that we thought early on was, I mean, we can't be together, but this might be a season where people can really grow in their ability to read the Bible for themselves yeah. and to yeah. feed themselves in a sense. And so um, we've done this campaign called B23, which essentially is comes out of um, calculating that if people only relied on Fridays and Sundays to read the Bible, it would take them 23 years to read through the whole Bible. And that's if we taught everything and people came every single week. Yeah. And so we weren't going read the Bible in a year. We weren't trying to set unrealistic goals, although some people might do that, just going, hey, we just want to beat 23 and we want to help yeah. you to do that. And so um, there's been something about what we've been doing at the moment that's been really conducive to, to doing that. Something that's been a lot more difficult has been reaching new people because oh, it's yeah pretty intimidating to jump in on a Zoom call with a bunch of people you've never met versus coming with a friend and meeting people face to face. So I think there have been opportunities, there have been some real challenges as well. I do oh. think there's been a few people jumping in on the live stream. I think yeah, that's, yeah. Been really, so that's been a great. really great yeah. way for kids to invite friends to hop in on the live stream. I think the Zoom's much harder mm. to do that. Well, there's something as well, I mean, isn't there? There's something a bit almost, it's hard to avoid being creepy. Um, with, uh, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like as yeah. in with people who are under 18 to have people kind of, you know, we've yeah, been, and we've been training for the last and of how, to do how many years to be really wary of online kind of mm. <laughs> closed groups and so trying to do all the safe ministry environment things to try to make sure that those are transparent and um, that must, I, yeah, it must be really, really hard to do in a small context, you know. Yeah, well, Amy's been covering most of that <laughs> and, and just, yeah, it's been really difficult because um, programs we're using will change every week yeah. and policies mm. will change and... Um, I think it's just always trying to make the most of yep. each situation and limitations can be a good thing because it kind of forces you in a particular direction. So, I mean, one thing that probably all the safe ministry stuff over the years has done is um, I think if we're not careful, it can rob leaders of a lot of confidence in contacting students yeah, and because you think, oh, what can I do? What can I do? And yeah. it ends up just being too hard. Yeah. And so at the moment, we've tried to put confidence back in, um, back to give, give confidence back yeah. to leaders so that they can... Um, 
know, okay, I can communicate students this way. I can do my personal contact. And probably we've really grown as a team in that yeah. personal mm-hmm. contact and personal follow-up. And um, even this past Sunday, just looking at Luke 15 and Jesus talking about leaving the 99 to pursue the one. We just want to be a team who never leaves the one behind and goes after the one. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's hard, but make the most of it. Yeah, cool. Well, guys, I know that it's a really busy day for you, so I'm conscious of time. So we're going to sort of wind it up there. Thank you so much for taking this brief couple of moments out of your busy Friday. Um, and we might check in with you guys again at another mm, time. And see how um, we're going. With a bit more of a two minutes notice. <laughs> <laughs> and I think really start to think about how, um, you know, thinking about how parents can be supportive yeah, and part of yeah. that process as well, I think is really important. And thinking about how we can maybe drive some of those things together a bit better. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. we'd love to share some of the encouragements mm. and cool stories that we've seen as well. Yeah. Um, you guys for your encouragement so that'll be fun stay tuned to part part two okay thanks guys